Hey everyone, it's time for another live look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and this is Empowering Astrology for January 17th through 23rd, 2022. Um, yeah, we are halfway through January at this point, so time is flying. Uh, this week we are actually coming to the end of Capricorn season. We got a, <clears throat> excuse me, a few more days left in Capricorn season. Um, and so we are sort of coming to the end of the zodiac calendar a little maybe you don't know maybe you do know is that by the time you start to get to capricorn and to aquarius we're gonna have aquarius season this week um we're getting to the end of the zodiac and which means that we are starting to work through archetypes and themes that are more collective bigger than us they're not personal they're uh, about humanity they're about the world they're about structures and powers um things that we were, will talk about in a moment we actually have a lot going on this week uh we've got uh, a cancer full moon today uh january 17th um in fact i think it's going to be like around 6 45 6 40 47 p.m eastern standard time um so it's going to happen right as we are recording this but there we got a full moon uh full moon energies uh very end of the cancer capricorn um part of the part of the zodiac at 27 degrees of cancer the lunar notes change signs this week this is something that i alluded to last week that we were coming into some big changes so you know last week sort of rest up because things are going to start to get busy again and then uh we have uranus turning direct at 10 degrees of taurus that's other big news and uh we also have the sun going into aquarius which i mentioned a few few moments ago and that's on the 19th uh not to get ahead of myself but uh, again my name is katie sweetman i'm an astrologer and i'm also a psychic medium located here in the new york city area and every week we gather we you know talk about the astrology and we how the astrology is 50 percent you are the other 50 I know I keep saying this, but I want you all to open up to the ideas that the astrology is not this magical boogeyman thing that's going to make your life good or bad. It's like you can work with this energy. And, and sometimes the most difficult astrology yields the most amazing and even the most beautiful results. So yeah, we got a lot going on this week. Um, let's just jump in oh actually i do have a point of housekeeping um i am doing a an online talk on uh january 25th uh 2022 so next tuesday it's it's a live event it's through it's not i'm not hosting it it's actually through the big apple astrology meetup it's uh, located here in new york city um it's typically something that's done in person but because of covid we can't do person events right now um but it will be online the thing is is that it will be live and uh i don't believe it's a replay so you if you're in a time zone that doesn't work with that that might be um a little inflexible but for those who can watch live it is free they the organizers do ask to make a suggested donation um but the link to the talk and this is going to be on the lunar nodes by the way i'm, I'm going to go more in depth into what the lunar nodes changing signs mean um that link is in the show notes um but yeah i see some familiar faces on the on the live chat do you say hello i'd love to hear where you are watching from i know some of you are in hawaii some of you are in australia some of you are here in the east coast the united states with me and even further beyond uh, 
Australia or sorry, Europe, Africa. It's pretty cool. Um, that's my Mars and Sagittarius, my Mercury and Sagittarius, and even my Sagittarius rising that, that loves to uh, sort of connect to other places in the world. Um, so let's talk about the astrology this week. Um, first things first, we got the Cancer full moon at 27 degrees today, January 17th. So full moons, full moons, I, they put something in the spotlight. Uh, it, it highlights the duality that is present in the Capricorn Cancer uh, polarity. That's the word I'm looking for, polarity. So Capricorn season is this time when we sort of look at structures and time and boundaries and maturity and aging. It's one of the reasons why we start to think about serious things as we start the new year and, and map out what are our goals and our plans for the coming 12 months. It's very Capricorn. But I think at the heart of this Cancer full moon, Cancer is ruled by the moon. It's not hard edges. It's not, you know, the things that we typically think with Capricorn, it's the softness of life. And Cancer and even the moon in astrology is the beating heart of everything. So I think that this full moon really puts in the spotlight the push and pull between the things that we have to do in life, our duties, our obligations, our responsibilities, which are all good things to a point. And then also, what do we fill our cup with? You know, I think that especially here we are, you know, I realize it's some of you in the Southern Hemisphere, but here in the Northern Hemisphere, it's, you know, it's dark, it's cold, it's, God, it was really cold this past weekend. Um, and how do we get the care and nurture that we need? You know, cancer is like the substance of life and it nourishes our roots and it makes us feel grounded and supported and safe. So you need to make sure that you're actually filling uh, your life with the things that actually support and care for you. Otherwise, it's just all Capricorn all the time, and that's gonna get really old very quickly. It's gonna make you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. I'm pointing this out in particular because this full moon makes what's called an opposition to Pluto. So there's a bit of some confrontational energy in this full moon. Confrontational is not necessarily bad. It's just holding a mirror to us. And if we are feeling crushed under the weight of duties and responsibilities, if we are working, 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 but there's no balance, how do we start to get some balance. Um, I will say this full moon, it is in Cancer. Cancer is by its very nature, very sensitive, empathic, intuitive, and feeling-based sign. And we're probably going to have a lot of heightened emotions this week. Uh, Cancer also invites us to look at the past. It's a very nostalgic sign. It's the archetypical mother, um, this idea that, uh, and I say archetypical, maybe, and sometimes archetypical mother energy is very different than the mothering energies that we received. And this may be a time when we really have to confront how we didn't get our needs met and how uh, certain things maybe even happened in the past. And maybe with the Pluto opposition, this is a time to let go. But full moons, typically there's some sort of uh, thing, something in the spotlight, uh, life sort of demands our attention. It's, it's either a left or a right, an up or a down. Uh, and we're at a turning point. And this full moon is, uh, just a little side note, uh, this full moon, every six months, we sort of do the reverse, meaning we had a Cancer new moon and a Capricorn full moon back in June. So here we are. And so there's this idea that this new and full moon thread back six months. Um, so 
just your friendly asked, you know, astrology reminder, make sure you're getting your needs met. And if you're not getting your needs met, maybe that full moon's really sticking into something deep, especially with that Pluto opposition. Um, the full moon does make a trine to Neptune, so there is some opportunity to really heal, to let go, to find compassion and forgiveness, especially if something old or an old emotion comes up. Um, that's the Cancer full moon, um, but really it feels like the two big marquee events this week are... Uranus turning direct in uh, Taurus at 10 degrees of Taurus tomorrow on January 18th. So here's how I need to break down this transit. So you're thinking, what's direct? So you've heard me or maybe other astrologers talk about retrograde. Well, planet stations retrograde appears to go backwards in the sky. It does its retrograde business. Um, like Mercury, it takes three, four weeks to turn uh, to, to do its retrograde, but Uranus takes five months, and, and that's typical. In fact, all the outer planets, uh, Jupiter's about four months, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto, about five months. Um, I think even Saturn's like four or five months too. So this is typical, but Uranus is pivoting uh, in a way that's activating something called the Saturn-Uranus square. Maybe you heard me speak about that last year. So it's bringing forward this story that was very present with us in 2021, and to be fair, will be present to some degree in 2022. One foot in a new life, one foot in an old life. And it felt maddening at times in 2021 because we were like definitely half, half in, half out. And it can be uncomfortable when we're half in and half out. And I think that this full, full, full moon, I mean, this Uranus Direct is really pushing us further in this new life. Well, there's that point. And maybe even my other point is you've heard me talk about in the past uh, 2018, 2019. So just to recap, Uranus takes 84 years to go around the sun. Okay, fact number one. So it doesn't, you know, it takes a while, it takes seven years to go through each of the 12 zodiac signs. So when it went into Taurus back in May 2018, March 2019, it entered a sign that it hadn't been in since the 1930s and 40s, a long time ago. So it's a big deal. Um, Taurus, Taurus is a, the first earth sign. It's about stability and security, uh, value, worth, money, uh, fertility, sensuality. It's sort of the, the pleasures of physical life, Taurus. But it's also the resources and the things that we own. And Taurus can be an area where we don't want change because I mean, if you think about it, we, we want life to feel you know, grounded and stable and safe so that we can continue to, to live and to thrive. But if you go back, we've seen a lot of big changes over the past few years. So Uranus is the planet of awakenings. It's saying that however we did that sign up until that point has to radically shift. So Uranus is part of a class of planets. They're, these are what are called outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, Pluto. Their function is evolutionary in nature, meaning they're not talking about how we speak or communicate or how we take action. These are personal planets in astrology, but these modern planets, they're talking about growth and evolution, both on a personal, personal level and a collective level. So 
some part of your life, wherever Taurus is in your astrology, and yes, you have Taurus somewhere in your astrology, even if you're not a Taurus, has seen maybe even massive shifts over the past few years. What you thought was stable, rooted, and grounded, and would never change, has changed or has begun to change. So there is this thread in today's or, or even this week's astrology that takes us all the way back to May 2018, May 15th, 2018, when, when Uranus went to Taurus, and also March 6, 2019, when Uranus went back into Taurus after a retrograde back into Aries. So our relationship with all things Taurus, money, stability, security, value, worth, um, sort of the fixed fixedness of life has radically shifted. Even the relationship with our bodies, I mean, Taurus speaks to the physicality of life, being incarnated, being in our body, and maybe we have to really redefine or have a very different shift uh, or a shift in how we relate to our body. So Uranus has been slowly plodding along uh, this past summer or this past uh, June, July or July, August. It got as far as uh, 14 degrees of Taurus, um, and then it retrograded, and now it's back at 10 degrees, and now it's direct. So when Uranus goes back and forth, it typically like shocks. It uh, gets us to like, in a good way. Um, it's my belief that whatever Uranus is really showing you right now is maybe something that isn't for you, or maybe something that is for you. It's part of your growth and your evolution and, and about getting out of your own way. This is something that we've been talking about uh, over the past uh, however many weeks, how in 2021 and 2022, we have to get out of our own way, meaning we have to stop reaching and doing the reaching for and doing the things that are going against us that are actively against our best, uh, our best nature, or our best growth and, and evolution. So this may be a pivot point this week, especially for my fixed signs, my fixed signs are Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, something is changing, something has been changing. This shouldn't uh, be a complete uh, surprise at this point, but Uranus likes to, it's sort of, how do I put this? Uranus has zero sentimentality. It doesn't care that you're connected to something. If that thing that you're connected to is actively not supporting you, it's against your greater nature, so it might leave your, leave your life. There might be a breakup. There might be a breakdown. There might be a breakthrough. But this is also about your evolution of consciousness. So you might have a light bulb go off this week. I had a light bulb go off this week. Um, that's I feel like it's a bigger story for another time because we have too much to cover. But uh, the you know you, the light bulb is when we see how we are unconsciously going against ourselves and choosing things that you know on, on a conscious level, of course we wouldn't want. But there's a part of us that is actively working against us, and that's the unconscious, and that's part of the work that we do and, and the evolutionary nature of these planets and how they're trying to get us to grow and evolve on a soul level. So Uranus turns direct at 10 Taurus. If you have planets at or near 10 degrees of fixed Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, this might be a big week for you. Life moves fast. Things are coming in and coming out. You're being pushed at, to grow and maybe you're even open to growing. Um, you might get that thunderbolt, that proverbial thunderbolt, that uh, light bulb that goes off. 
Uranus is also, again, as I said before, it's activating Saturn square Uranus. So it's sort of pushing and pulling at these sort of tectonic plates, the, the structures of our life. And this is why the things that you thought would never shift and change may actually be starting to shift and change. Um, my Saturn ruled signs of my Aquariuses and my Capricorns, you're also going to feel this because this is pushing and pulling at you. Saturn is your, let's say, the, what's called your ruling planet. It's your boss, so to speak. Um, so it's sort of this is a week where, again, big changes. Um, speaking of change, the lunar nodes change signs. So this is something that I spoke about last week, but we'll carry it forward on January, almost said June. January 18th, uh, the lunar nodes leave Gemini and Sagittarius, where they have been since May of 2020. And they now are in Taurus and Scorpio. The lunar nodes move backwards. So they, if you, you know, kind of know your astrology, the lunar nodes are not leaving Gemini and Sagittarius to go into Capricorn and Cancer. No, they're going the other direction. Um, this is because of a lot of um, physics and math, which we're not going to get into in this moment. Just trust me. Um, but it means that the collective compass, uh, the North Node, is pointing us now towards a new sign. Over the last 18 months, we've been collectively pointed towards Gemini. We need new ideas, new perspectives, new choices. We need to move. We need to, well, we haven't been able to move. That's the irony. The South Node has been in Sagittarius. We've had to collectively look at our relationship with Sagittarius, which means faith, truth, meaning, philosophy, convictions, right and wrong. What do we stand for? What is right and what is wrong? And certainly there have been a lot of opinions over the last 18 months about what is right and wrong. The only thing I could say is that Gemini North Node has been trying to at least get us to look at things from a different perspective. That changes on the 18th. North Node now points towards Taurus. South Node points towards Scorpio. Collectively, we now need to reach towards Taurus, which is ironic because you just heard me spend however many minutes talking about Uranus and Taurus. Yes, we are now being pointed towards a sign where you have a major planet in that sign, Uranus. So it's we are have to, on some level, reach towards stability and security over the next 18 to 24 months. We have to figure out what is solid ground for us. We have to plant our roots in the earth, Taurus is an earth sign. We need to create material stability and security. We have to look towards resource, um, but we have to do it very differently. That's the catch. That's Uranus and Taurus. South node, this is going to be the fun part, is in Scorpio. So collectively, over the next 18 to 24 months, we are now looking at our relationship with the archetype of Scorpio. Just my observations, uh, whether it was Jupiter and Scorpio or even Saturn and Scorpio back in 2012, 2015, um, it's it's a work. Whenever there's a major, like, I'm going to say karmic, and I realize that word's a little loaded, but a karmic influence of, of having, whether it's Saturn and Scorpio or the South Node in Scorpio or an outer planet in Scorpio, we have to do the inner work. We have to look at the things that make us feel uncomfortable, the things that sabotage us. Now, if we are collectively reaching towards Taurus with the North Node in Taurus, that means we have to look at the things that actively work against us from stepping into that stability and security 
of Taurus. And I say this as a Scorpio myself. So what does it mean to do the work? It means to shine a light on the things that we don't typically want to look at. We have to look at themes around intimacy, vulnerability, death and rebirth. I know the D word is a little, um, makes people nervous, but I mean that archetypically, death and rebirth, transformation, alchemy, um, Scorpio's power and control. If you think about Scorpio season, Scorpio season, at least here in the uh, Northern Hemisphere, it occupies that divide between the living world and the non-living world. The, 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 the leaves start to change. There's a sense of decay in the air. We feel that the, the veil is very thin when it's Scorpio season. Um, and even though I'm talking about a particular time of year, this is when we are archetypically pulling back the veil. We are looking at our, the deepest parts of our psyche. We are looking at our psychic mediumship, our ability to connect with the other side, spirits, um, yeah, alchemy. Um, and alchemy is when we take something from one state and we bring it into another. We take the darkness within and we turn it into light. So Scorpio is a very powerful sign. It's a very powerful archetype. Um, the last time we had the nodes in Taurus and Scorpio would have been 2013-2014. Um, but the last time that we had the south node in Scorpio would have been 2003-2004, if I'm doing my math right. Um, if you have your nodes, your natal nodes in Taurus and Scorpio, let's say you have a north node in Scorpio, a south node, sorry, a north node in Taurus, south node in Scorpio, or vice versa. So if you have it the right way, meaning, I mean, I don't mean the right way, but if you have your north node in Taurus, which is where the north node will be tomorrow, um, it means that the next 18 months are time to sort of return back to something. You know, the nodes talk about the story arc of your life. For example, if you have a south node in Libra, north node in Aries, uh, your life typically is about relation. It's very relationship driven. Um, but you need to learn to find your agency and autonomy. North Node in Aries uh, doesn't mean you can't be in relationship, but you can't lose yourself in relationships. That's just a, an example. So the North Node in Taurus on some level says that you have to have the courage and bravery to leave behind the sometimes the I don't trust people, South Node in Taurus, or I can't trust life, or life's not going to let me um, thrive, South Node in Scorpio, in order to find solid ground and to feel safe and secure. Taurus, uh, I don't do tarot, but I'm a little bit dangerous when it comes to tarot, but I always think of um, the Empress card, that sense of fertility, uh, everything is just uh, abundant and you know, that's a beautiful archetype for us to reach for for the next 18 months. Um, south, if you have it reverse, um, meaning you have a north node in Scorpio, south node in Taurus, this is going to be a turning point for you. And maybe even go back uh, to 2003, 2004, 2013, 2014, approximately. The nodes have an 18 and a half year cycle. The half year half mark of the cycle is about nine years. Um, that might give you a little bit of a thread to what's happening now. But if you are a little bit more astute with your astrology, you would know that if the nodes are changing signs, then the eclipses are changing signs. 
Yes. So we had a preview of the Scorpio Taurus cycle back in uh, November 19th with that first Taurus lunar eclipse at 27 degrees of Taurus. Um, that was the first in the series. And then we're going to have eclipse season in Taurus and Scorpio uh, at the end of April, April 30th, followed by May 16th of 2022. And then again, I think it's October 25th and November 8th. Uh, I have to get the, that information in my brain a little bit more. But um, yeah, so it's a, it's a turning point. The, the the collective compass has just changed or will just change uh, for everybody. Uh, we have to look at our personal and our collective relationships with the archetypes of Taurus and Scorpio. Collectively, you're going to start to see events and experiences thematically align with the Taurus and Scorpio archetypes. Money, value, worth, stability, security. Uh, these are all going to be big uh, collective themes over the next 18 to 24 months. I say 18 to 24 months because um, there's typically some overlap. The nodes will eventually shift. Um, I think it's sometime in 2023 into uh, um, Aries and Libra. Um, and then we'll have eclipses in Aries and Libra, but you'll, we'll still be kind of closing out um, this uh, this Taurus Scorpio cycle. Kind of to that point, uh, we're going to have a Gemini solar eclipse on June 4th of 2022. That is the last in the series, even though the nodes have left uh, Gemini and Sagittarius. Um, that um, and then <laughs> dot 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 and then on June nineteenth, um, Sun arrives in Aquarius. So I told you there's a lot going on this week. Um, so it's the start of Aquarius season. Um, Aquarius season means that we are starting to reach the end of the zodiac. Aquarius is the last air sign. Air is about exchange, socialization, uh, movement, and so the ideas uh, of Gemini have sort of first air sign have sort of reached uh, the, the intellect of Aquarius. We sort of create systems and networks. It's not, it's sort of anchored and grounded, you know, has the energy of Saturn, Saturn in, in Aquarius. Um, but that said, happy birthday, Aquarius. We're going to have an Aquarius new moon on February 1st. Uh, we got some time before that happens, but um, it's a new season for you all and one that's going to bring us to the halfway mark between the eclipses um activate this energy of uranus um activate the energy of saturn so i it's my feeling that aquarius season is going to be a big season for everybody especially my aquariuses and my fixed signs so Yes, that's a lot to cover this week. Um, of course, we're going to look at what this means for each of the 12 zodiac signs. Um, you can always listen for your sun sign, your rising sign. If you're thinking, well, which one's which? Listen to both. They are parallel experiences that you are having unless you were born at sunrise and then you, your sun and your rising sign are the same. And then I mentioned the chart ruler last um, last week, and I had a few questions about what the chart ruler is. It is the planet that rules your ascendant, your rising sign. If you are Virgo rising, for example, your chart ruler is Mercury. Mercury is the boss of your chart and has a lot of status and power. I've personally found, again, this is a little bit of an intermediate point. If you find your chart ruler in your chart, and it's in a particular sign, you can also listen for that for that sign. 
my personal examples, Jupiter is my chart ruler. It's in Leo. I get a lot of, when I listen to Leo, even though I'm the person saying Leo, I'm like, hmm, sounds like my life right now on some level. So anyway, um, let's try to get as fast as possible through this. Uh, Aries. Aries. Okay. Where do I begin? Uranus is starting or is turning direct in your sign of money, income, material stability, and material security. You are sort of halfway through a seven-year story of completely reinventing your relationship with material stability, material security. So Uranus direct is somehow part of this bigger story. Maybe you've changed how you earn a living. Maybe you are looking at money in different ways. Maybe you're redefining what you think is valuable, including your own self-worth and value. Um, the lunar nodes changing signs means that the eclipses are going to go into your money signs of Taurus and Scorpio. So money, finance, resource, investment, material stability, and even the resources that you share, such as wealth and, and, and financial planning and wealth management, are all going to be uh, big themes over the next 18 months. And this includes debt. So looking at sort of your whole financial picture is going to be in the spotlight uh, for the next, uh, like I said, 18 to 24 months, Aries. Um, you do have this Cancer full moon in your fourth sign. So a full moon in the fourth typically says there's something that needs your attention in the household. Um, maybe something with your living situation needs your attention. There's a decision to move. There is a move. People move in, people move out, you are making changes, maybe even like cosmetic changes to your living environment. And on a more deeper level, you're trying to get your emotional needs met, you're trying to kind of come down and feel grounded and rooted in this life and to create more material stability and security. This full moon Aries is a reminder that you need to get your needs met. You need to feel like you're being nourished in life and to really focus on that deeper emotional core of yours. Taurus. So Taurus, you got a lot going on. Um, if you are born around, I think the 5th or the 4th of May or 3rd of May, if I'm doing my math right, I think it's like early May, you're feeling this the most. It's part of this greater transformation arc that you've been in the past few years. So Uranus is saying that this is a time where you have to reinvent yourself. I'm, I'm saying have to um, because that's just the energy of Uranus. Uranus is trying to get you out of your own way. So you might find this week is trying to shift and shake and move you, get you out of a rut, get you out of your own way and push you to make some sort of bigger change. This is not anything that is, should be new to you at this point. This is again, part of a greater story and a story that's going to ramp up and need more attention as we go into eclipse season, April, May, October, November. Um, then we have the Cancer full moon Taurus. Um, this you know, Cancer for you is about voice and communication. It's how you use your use your mind, how you speak, how you listen. Um, but it's also time for you to look at um, the choices that you're making and sort of weigh your options. Um, but that said, it's typically a busy time whenever there's a full moon and the third sign. Um, you've got a lot going on, you got a lot of appointments, you got places to go, phone calls, messages. Um, but it's a time on some level where you're having to also focus on bigger matters of faith and truth, but also what do you believe in? What do you stand for? But also focus on education and getting, getting uh, your education needs met. Um, 
Yeah, so the nodes changing size is just going to highlight this bigger time that you're in Taurus, um, 2022, 2023, with these eclipses that I, that I mentioned. Um, it means you're in a crossroads, Taurus. All these changes, all these sort of seeds that have been planted since 2018, 2019, now need action they need attention they need new beginnings they need for you to capitalize on some of these things but it's a it's a big time for you taurus and it's also potentially a big week for you as well um da, 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 gemini <laughs> so gemini where to begin um cancer is your second sign so you got this full moon in your sign of money income material stability you have to make a decision about how you're spending your money how you're earning a living maybe needing to focus on your financial matters um a, a sense of creating more material stability in your life um that said even looking at issues around value and worth and resource and even your own self-worth and value to be fair the sun is in your what's called eighth sign right now so you are doing the deeper work you're having to face yourself you're having to sort through a lot of complicated emotions so maybe this is a little bit of an emotional week for you gemini um that said uh the uranus is turning direct in your 12th sign um and, and i think and i've said this before for gemini it's just a really existential time you know you're really trying to sort through some deeper themes uh, the things that you you know objectively and the things that you know or even don't know subjectively it's time to get back in touch with your intuition to figure out what you stand for, what you believe in. Um, really pay attention to your dreams, your intuition right now, Gemini, because even though Uranus is in this very hidden part in your chart right now, and will be for the next few years, it's sort of like your higher self is talking to you. The, the other side is talking to you. Your, your dreams, your unconscious, um, you're being shown your blind spots this week for example. And I will say, Gemini, you know, Mercury is retrograde for you. So this is a time to reflect, pull in. It's not a time to, to push out. Um, and then the nodes changing signs reinforces this. Uh, and especially as you go into the middle of the year, you're going to start to have eclipses in your 12th and your 6th. It's about your physical life and your non-physical life. It's about your humanity, your your really day-to-day -day mundane life, but also your spiritual life. But it's also about healing, letting go. Um, certainly uh, the eclipses that will be in your 12th are about surrendering and letting go and also opening up to something greater than yourself. Cancer. Cancer, uh, full moon in your sign. So you are in the spotlight. Uh, this is your, you know, you have, let's say, a full moon in Cancer this time of, around this time of year, and then you have the, the new moon in Cancer around the time of your birthday. So, but this is your full moon, and this is a time when you are in the spotlight in some way. Life may be a little bit louder, things may be happening, maybe you're taking action or having to, to focus on something that needs your attention. I will say that this full moon activates a much older story uh, of what's called Pluto and Capricorn, your relationship sign. So this is a full moon for you to really look at relationships, all relationships. And if you are in a primary relationship, really take a look at any 
uh, patterns in your primary relationship that might be creating some uh, difficulty and power and in, in how you connect and interact with people. Um, you are starting to wrap up a 16 year chapter, yes, yeah, 16 years of completely gut level transforming how you connect, interact, and socialize with people. That said, um, Uranus is in your 11th sign. There's this greater story about community, friends, your social circle, your social network, about people coming into your life that may be very different than the type of friends that you had even a few years ago. The eclipses that are happening later this year, because the lunar nodes are changing, are really highlighting this need for you to look at, well, who are you? What's your identity? And how do you share yourself with the greater whole? Like, how do you find the friends and the community that are really going to, uh, you know, support you and, and, and connect to you? So this is a time for you to really look at your friends, your social circle, but also to look ahead and to really think about the future and think about these greater uh, story arcs or these greater themes in your life to kind of zoom out on your life. Um, so yeah, that's that's cancer. Sorry, wait, just, yeah, that's cancer. Um, just, did I, did I miss anything? Anyway, um, Leo, um, Leo. So Leo, you're a fixed sign. You were part of that uh, camp of signs that I mentioned earlier. Um, but Cancer full moon for you, Cancer is what's called your 12th sign. So this is your time in your personal zodiac calendar to, to retreat, to go within, to rest, to soul search. This is a time to surrender and let go. It might be uh, sort of this dynamic thing that's happening between your, your real human life, but also your spiritual life, the sort of having to straddle heaven and earth. This full moon does pick up on a much longer story about having to make some changes in your physical life, uh, how you take care of your physical body, health, wellness, diet, fitness, nutrition, um, but also needing to, even to use this full moon to let go of an attachment or even an addiction. Um, that's what the full moon and the 12th is actually really good for. Um, that said, Leo, uh, Uranus is in your 10th sign. It has been in your 10th sign since um, 2018, 2019. In English, this is a, a time in your life where you are in the midst of reinventing your career. Maybe you have made a 180 over the past few years. Maybe you are thinking about making a 180 or maybe you just need to take the, what's the word, take the training wheels off in your professional life and just be you, do it bigger, but not maybe necessarily an ego level, but put the fullness of you out there. Every Leo or Leo rising is going to live this differently, but this is a time where your professional life, there's a sort of this crisis of radical authenticity that's happening in your professional life. And it's like, well, what is going to actually be an expression of the type of work that I wanna do in the world? Um, really pay attention to the professional stories that are coming up for you right now. If there is a shakeup in your professional life, how is that shakeup leading you towards something that actually is better fit for you. Um, that's also to that point, you're going to have the uh, lunar nodes going into your 10th and your fourth. This is a huge time of crossroads for you. You've got eclipses in the middle of this year that are putting the spotlight on your professional life and galvanizing a lot of the changes that you've been making since 2018, 2019. 
you're gonna have eclipses down in your fourth, changes in home, changes in living situation. Home and family are going to be an area of work over the next 18 months. Um, I know, I'm just like trying to fly through the signs because I realize we don't have a ton of time together. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what's going on. Don't worry, next week we got, we'll, we'll, we'll flush it out some more. Um, Virgo. Virgo, so the spotlight for you is on your 11th sign. 11th sign is about friends, community. You've got to figure out well, who, who are your people, who's your tribe, who is your social circle. Maybe a friend needs your attention. Maybe there is a tension between a sense of, well, who are you versus how that is received in your social circle or even your community. A full moon also in the 11th helps you to look outwardly, to look outward towards the future, to plan, to hope, to dream. And maybe you're trying to strategize, do some long-term strategizing for where you want to be, maybe even by next year, for example. Um, that said, you've got Uranus in your ninth turning direct, and this has been uh, already three years of you trying to really shift and shake what you believe in, what you stand for, what's your truth, and what you think is your what's right and wrong, for example. I think with Uranus being in this, or rather Taurus being your ninth sign, this has really pushed and shook you to get out of your sort of your blinders, Virgo. So really open your eyes this week, see things from a different perspective. Um, maybe the things that you thought were sort of like, well, this is how we do it. This is how it's always going to be. Uh, maybe that's not the case anymore. And maybe that's good. Maybe you need that shakeup in how you see yourself and how you see the world and what you stand for, for example. Um, but it's a very philosophical time, a time of really sort of trying to figure out what you believe in and how you see the world, um, the eclipses that will be in that part of your chart, but also the third sign um, later this year is really putting in the spotlight also uh, education. Um, how you educate yourself, maybe going back to school, um, also how you use your voice, how you share your voice. Um, and also, yeah, I think that there's this sort of push and pull, especially with Mercury uh, retrograde. Mercury is sort of caught up in this uh, energy of Uranus square Pluto, no, Uranus square Saturn, sorry. Uranus square Pluto was five years ago. Um, that you need to shift how you see things or shift something about yourself. Um, and this might be a big week for you, Virgo. Libra. Libra. So where do I begin? So Cancer is your 10th sign. So this is your time in your personal zodiac calendar when the spotlight is on your professional life. It's very typical classic astrology that there's something going on um, with your career, you get promoted, you are in the spotlight, you get recognized for something that you've been doing. Um, it's a time also to take on uh, increased responsibility. Um, this is the most visible part of your personal astrology chart. So people see you at this time, use that to your advantage if that's um, uh, necessary for you. Um, if you are looking for work, use this full moon to your advantage because the spotlight on some level is on you. Also use this full moon to really think about what do you, what sort of title do you want after your name? What are your goals and ambitions, especially as you go into the new year? Um, you also have Uranus in your eighth sign. And I think that, and this is something that I've said, um, 
previously, I think the dynamic, especially with Saturn in your fifth, you have to really look at your inner saboteur because any big planet going through the eighth on some level is trying to get you to see yourself in a way that you've never seen yourself before. You're going into the deepest parts of your psyche. You're sort of putting a light, Uranus, it's an awakening of consciousness, on the things that maybe you haven't wanted to look at, including the inner saboteur, because Saturn's down in what's called your fifth sign. So this is a time, Libra, for you to take yourself and to take your talent seriously. And if this is a time for you to take yourself and take your talent seriously, then you need to see exactly what's in the way of you taking yourself and taking your talents seriously. Um, but that said, the nodes are going to activate this part of your chart, the eighth and the second. So money, income, material stability, finance, resource, investments, estates, estate planning is all going to be a theme over the next 18 months. And I think to some degree with a North Node eclipse in your eighth, this is sort of trying to get you out of your comfort zone over the next year and a half. Um, I know not everybody wants to get out of their comfort zone right now, but that's sort of the nature of the eighth. It's trying to test you and, and, and sort of get you to face yourself. Scorpio, you are a fixed sign, and so you're part of that group of signs that I've been talking about where things that are you thought were rock solid are not so rock solid anymore. The fixed signs are not so fixed at the moment. Um, that said, Cancer Full Moon for you is putting the spotlight on... Uh, Wait, that's right. Sorry, a little backwards math in my head. It's putting the spotlight on your ninth sign. So it's about, you know, you getting your voice out there, your beliefs, your truth, your convictions, um, it's publishing, it's media, it's um, higher education. It's also travel. And maybe I know travel is a bit weird at the moment, but you're thinking of far flung places and places that you would like to go in 2022, God willing. Um, that said, uh, you have Uranus in your seventh. You are three, four years into a seven-year story of completely reinventing relationships in your life. The people that have been coming in the last few years, the idea is that they are somehow radically different or they are acting in the energy of Uranus. They are as if they are Uranus. They are trying to turn a light on. They're trying to shake things up. This is a seismic time for Scorpio. And I think, you know, sort of my personal realization, because I am a Scorpio, is that Scorpio, it's, it's so driven by power and control. But that's the thing I think, especially in 2021 and 2022, is that Scorpio really has to re-examine its, its, its relationship with control. Because if we're always trying to uh, control things, then, then it creates a block. So it's difficult for things to come in. But uh, I know I've had a lot of Scorpio clients who were single for years or single for 10, for 10 years and suddenly somebody's come into their life and it's somebody very different than they would have maybe even thought of a few years ago. If you are presently in a relationship, something about relationships has to shift. It's not a bad thing. It's just if you and a partner or your primary partner, it's like, well, how do we do this differently? If you're not in a relationship, this includes all relationships. So it's like really examining Scorpio, how you connect, interact, and socialize with people. 
the nodes they are going into Taurus and Scorpio yes your sign your relationship sign so this is going to be a big 18 month period for you your life is at a crossroads it's about relationship it's about you it's about new beginnings it's about letting people in and maybe even letting your guard down Scorpio Sagittarius um Uranus is your sixth sign, so it's turning direct in a sign that talks about health and wellness, your relationship with your body, your relationship with your day-to-day -day life, um, the details, the work that you do, the projects. There has already been three years into this um, process of really shifting your relationship with your physical being. Maybe you've made healthy changes in the last uh, few years, going to the gym, eating differently, listening to your body. What does your body want? Maybe listening to what your body wants is the most radical thing that you can do right now. It's also a time for you to get really in your body and grounded and rooted, which is ironic because we're talking about uh, Uranus, which is like this lightning bolt. Um, that said, the, the, your 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 health and wellness is going to need your attention in the next 18 months. It's not necessarily a bad thing, but you're going to have eclipses in your sixth sign and your 12th sign over the next 18 months. It's sort of, what are you letting go of? What, what sort of healthy stuff are you bringing in, for example? Um, the Cancer full moon for you, Cancer is your eighth. So the eighth, anytime there's a full moon in the eighth, you have to sort of put an uncomfortable spotlight on the things that you don't necessarily want to look at about yourself. The eighth is the deepest parts of our psyche. It's where we are tested by life. It's where we go to confront ourselves and to look in the mirror, so to speak. So this is, what are you seeing during this time, Sagittarius? Your inner saboteur, the part of you that maybe unhealthy habits, for example, and maybe even these emotional habits that then are fueling some things in that sixth house day-to-day -day habit type of, of life. So this is a, a deeper emotional time for you, looking at the past, looking at memory, looking at family, looking at maybe sometimes even complicated relationship patterns. But Anytime we enter the eighth, it is an opportunity to profoundly transform something about ourselves and to put a light on something that was previously in darkness. Capricorn. So Capricorn, you're not a fixed sign, but your planet, Saturn, is in a fixed sign. So it's sort of buffeted by all these energies of Uranus. So I think the thing for Capricorn is that 2021 and 2022 is really trying to get Capricorn to grow and evolve by any means possible. Uranus for Cap or Taurus, Taurus is, uh, is Capricorn's fifth sign. So Uranus turning direct is plugging into this bigger story of Capricorn needing to really reinvent who it is. But it's not really reinventing who it is. It's more like getting to the to the true core of who you are, Capricorn. Excuse me, Capricorn. So this might be a time when, you know, there's there's a there's a psychic force for you to make some personal shifts, all so that you can reveal who you truly are deep down inside. But that said, it's not easy. It's re requiring you to let go, requiring, requiring you to allow things to shift and move that maybe you're not fully comfortable with. There's these deeper stories around value and worth and money and material stability in your life right now. Um, the eclipses will be going into your fifth 
and your eleventh uh, uh, later this year. So with the lunar nodes changing signs, it's putting a spotlight on you on some level, like personality, persona, self-expression, creativity, even children, and looking at your relationship with the self, but also your relationship with the collective and the greater whole. Um, cancer for you, uh, Capricorn, is your relationship sign. So this, uh, let's put the spotlight on relationships, other people. If you are in a relationship, maybe that relationship needs your attention right now. Um, maybe you are at a crossroads in your relationship, not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe you and a partner are taking the next step up. You're moving in together, you're getting engaged, whatever. Maybe it's talking about personal milestones, um, but this is a natural turning point, pivot point for you this year. Here at Capricorn. Um, I know we're coming to the end of your birthday season. We've got a couple more days left, but um, that said, really examine your relationship with you know value and worth and stability and security and material stability. Aquarius, Aquarius, you are a fixed sign. Things are shifting and moving in your world. They have been shifting in your, in your world uh, since last year, if not longer. Um, Uranus is turning direct in what's called your fourth sign. So you, the fourth sign is like the foundation. And so when you have Uranus change directions, it's like somebody's shifting and moving your your tectonic plates and, and and getting you to either make a big move think about a bit thinking about making a big move um maybe if you are not making a physical move it's an internal emotional move you know this idea that it like where is home who is home i think that that's a bigger question for aquarius right now and maybe where is home and who is home is in a place that's very different whether that's physical or emotional or spiritual than it was a few years ago. This is a time for you to get radical in some way, Aquarius, but it's happening in the deepest heart, in the heart of your chart, the fourth, and things have to move. You can't keep holding on to the way things were before, and I think that's the part of you that's fixed, Aquarius, but it's like you can't keep trying to hold the tectonic plates of your life together. They just naturally have to move. Um, you're going to have eclipses, you know, with the nodes going there at later this year. So this will be typically a time when Aquarius uh, moves, changes residence or makes a change in their household. People move in, people move out, and there's going to be a spotlight on career, um, your professional life uh, with these eclipses later this year. But that's where the, the story arc is now happening for you, Aquarius. And then... Um, yeah, I think that's that's it. Also, you are going into your birthday season. Cannot forget to say that. Um, you know, really, you're going to have that sense of renewal with the, the Aquarius uh, new moon on February 1st. Uh, that said, you know, happy birthday, Aquarius. Pisces. Here we are at the end. I was just trying to, like, speed my way through all the 12 signs. I'm going to have a little bit more space with you, Pisces. Pisces, so... Cancer is your fifth sign. So the, the, so when there's a full moon in the fifth, it's a time for, on some level, you to feel yourself, to express who you are, to uh, think about what makes you you. What are your creative gifts, your talents, your abilities? And even if you're saying, I have no creative gifts, talents, and abilities, I'm pretty sure there's something that you do, even if it's not art-related, that is creative in your own way. Creativity, Pisces, is where we have to take something that lives inside of us, the spark within, and put it into something. 
whether you put that into a spreadsheet or a cake that you make or a child that you make or something else, but this is the, how do you put you into something? And maybe this is a time where you have to sort of take you a little bit more seriously, for example. And with the, the back and forth with this full moon, with, with uh, what's it called, Pluto in your 11th, I think there's these sort of deeper stories about where do I belong? Who are my people? Can I be myself? Is it safe? to be myself, for example. Um, Uranus is turning direct in your third. This is sort of two, three, four years into a process of you really discovering your voice. Do keep in mind, uh, Pisces, that voice is two things. It's literally the words out of your mouth or it's and or it's the energy behind that words. So really discovering exactly who you are and exactly who you're not and how do you express that, whether it's energetically or through your words or your actions, uh, you're gonna have eclipses with the lunar nodes going into this part of your life in the third and the ninth over the next 18 months. So the spotlight as you go throughout the year will be on voice, communication, the, I, the way that you use your voice, ideas, information, weighing your options, choices that you make, but you're gonna have to look at where sometimes your beliefs get in the way. Um, that said, you know, like I said, travel, education, uh, faith and truth and meaning, they're all going to be big themes for you over the next 18 to 24 months. Um, yeah, I will say that, you know, Aquarius season is the season that happens before your birthday. Um, you are winding down, you're preparing. Don't forget that Saturn is in Aquarius. So for Pisces, this is sort of this time of new beginnings. Jupiter is in Pisces, but it's also a time where you have to divest yourself of the past to wrap up really old cycles and stories and also to let go of the things that you do not want to bring with you into the next uh, next decade plus. There we go. We, 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 made it, we made it through all 12 signs. I know I had a lot of astrology to pack in. Thank you all for joining me this evening um, to look at the astrology of February 17th through 23rd, 2022. Uh, again, my name is Katie Sweetman. This has been Empowering Astrology. You can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Spotify. I'm on YouTube. Join me on all the things. Sign up for my newsletter, and you can also book a consultation with me. I know many of you on the live chat are, are actually clients of mine. So we will have next week to unpack this a little bit more. We have March, Mars changes signs next week. It goes from Sagittarius to Capricorn uh, next Monday. Um, I'm sure there's some other things that we all have to talk about. But um, thank you all. Um, and I will see you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Let's do it this way. Bye.